Hello and thank you for tuning in to the GameDev.in podcast. Soumya Ayer talks to Shagun and Yadu about her past 16 years in the games industry so far, building and nurturing communities, working on MMOs, early days of free-to-play in India, and much more. So, um, hi, I'm Soumya. Uh, I've been working in the games industry in India for, I think, as of 2021, uh, it's been 16 years. Uh, and I've done a bunch of different things, uh, mostly community management type of things. Um, other, you know, other work includes like writing and, and content design. And I've been a producer for the past uh, six years now. Uh, and yeah, I've, I've seen the industry grow from, you know, nascency. I mean, it, it was pretty much a fetus <laughs> to, you know, where it is now, where it's really taking off. Uh, and there's quite a boom and it's it's really wonderful to see you know there's not just the the commercial aspect of it but also the the creative aspect uh is it's really taking off these days and i'm excited to see what our uh wonderful uh, indie devs of the future come up with from india so yeah yeah that's amazing 16 years that's that's like a long <laughs> a long time in this tell industry. me about it i can't <laughs> believe it myself i think that's uh, i still feel like a child so yeah <laughs> Yadu, I think that's longer than the both of us put together. Is <laughs> yeah, that are, cannot be true. That can't she be is, true. She is the elder, the elder uh, millennial. Yeah, <laughs> I, elder. I, I doubt that. But yeah, I'm certainly, uh, you know, I am sitting here at, like with, with my white hair, uh, you know, gone to the floor and my nails are like, you know, 10 feet <laughs> your, long and things like that. Yeah. <laughs> your Snapchat, your Snapchat filter has a little campfire running over there. Right. I don't oh. know. I don't have a Snapchat. So. Instagram reel, I suppose. <laughs> so that's how old I am. I, I don't have a Snapchat and I don't have a TikTok. <laughs> and I, in fact, you know, I started in community management um, before the age of social media. Uh, so you can just imagine when we used to sort of have our own, you know, forums and things like that. And there was no such thing as Twitter and Facebook uh, to deliver us a platform. We had to make our own. Uh, so yeah, and and we used to you know work under lamp posts. We used to walk uh, you know in, in the snow and heat and, oil lamps. Yeah, <laughs> so send, so send with, pigeons with out. Chappals, uh, yeah, <laughs> the game so, is being released. Send the pigeons. Yeah, <laughs> send the pigeons, and then someone rides on horseback, and there are wolves chasing them with the master, yeah. the gold master in their chest. So, so Samia, yeah. you said that uh, community management, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. I know a bit about your your history and stuff. Tell us a bit more about that. Is, was that your first job in games? Um, yeah, actually, uh, I got my first job completely by, uh, you know, luck and chance, I think. Um, I uh, used to play a lot of Ragnarok online uh, in college. Uh, and I was doing, uh, you know, my BSc in physics. Uh, and, um, you know, as, as soon as I sort of, uh, you know, wrote my last exam, the last word in my last exam, I just promptly forgot everything. Uh, and I thought, you know, let me, uh, instead of just, you know, following the, the beaten path of like, you know, going in for my MSc or some sort of master's program, I thought, you know, let me take a couple of years off. I'm sick of studying. Uh, I'll, I'll work a few years. Um, and, uh, you know, then I'll get back to it. I'll decide what I really want to do. Uh, and, and then, you know, pursue that. Uh, and uh, very coincidentally, uh, Level Up Games, um, who were publishing Ragnarok um, in India, uh, they happened to have job openings for like game masters. And I just applied on a whim, you know, I had no idea what I was going to get or anything like that. And, you know, very uh, fortunately, they hired me. 
Uh, and, um, you know, I've, I've been there ever since. I, I've never actually gone back to get my master's. <laughs> it's been 16 years. Uh, so yeah, here I am. And, and yeah, I mean, in the early days, of course, um, you know, I think uh, we, the, the role, I, I describe it now as community management, but back then we didn't really call it anything, right? You just sort of were there uh, doing what you could and what was expected. You weren't a developer and you weren't an artist and you weren't in QA. Uh, so and that being the case, uh, you were just in some sort of limbo thing. And, and you know, we um, were really sort of figuring things out as we went. Uh, you know, there was no blueprint. Uh, the internet also wasn't was what it uh, what it is now in the sense of, you know, you can just Google something and you can get dreams and dreams of really good quality information. Or you can connect with people from, uh, you know, other countries across the globe, you, you know, from more developed industries, uh, see what they're doing and, and you know, sort of, uh, yeah, you know, follow in their footsteps sort of thing. Uh, there was none of that. Uh, like I said, there was no social media either. Uh, so yeah, you know, there was a lot of, uh, you know, trying to figure things out, uh, and making a lot of mistakes that I look back on now. And I'm like, you know, if there was some, uh, newbie, uh, fresher who, who sort of, you know, behaved that way or did the things, you know, that, that, that I did or that I, I, I won't say we, I won't like, you know, um, get anyone else, uh, in, into this uh, same mold. Uh, <laughs> you know, if, if anyone, um, you know, behaved the way or, or did the things that, you know. Uh, I, I did, you know, trying to figure things out. Uh, I, I don't think anyone would survive, uh, but you know, we we were quite fortunate um, at that time. And I and I do consider myself lucky. I'm incredibly grateful uh, to have had, uh, you know, the opportunity to continue because you know a lot of colleagues from back then um, as well, uh, you know, eventually sort of you know left the industry for for one reason or the other because at that time it was really you know vanishingly tiny. Um, if you weren't, like I said, a, a developer or an artist or, or in QA, um, your opportunities were very limited. And it's only been in the, in the last, uh, you know, I don't know how many years, but it, it's not been that long uh, since, um, you know, gaming has basically sort of taken off in India as a viable career path. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's been quite a, a, a journey, quite an evolution. And it's good to see the industry also uh, taking shape uh, during that time. So what would you say was uh, community engagement back then? And like, if you were to kind of think about it, what is it today? How insanely different is it? Or like, what exactly was that? Right. That's a good question. Um, I don't think um, it's vastly different today. And I mean, I, I will sort of, you know, add a caveat that like, I've not been, um, you know, uh, elbows deep in community management for the past six years. So I cannot say for 100% certain how the field has evolved, uh, you know, since since I was there. Uh, but, um, you know, I think the basic principles are the same in that, you know, you are trying to get players together. I, I think the basic, uh, uh, you know, concept is the same when you're trying to get players together, get them to enjoy the game more than they already are. Because when you sort of help people form bonds with each other, uh, it uh, strengthens their engagement with the game as well. Uh, and I think the, the main difference um, from then to, to now is that now the avenues are so much easier. Uh, people are so much more connected as it is. And, uh, you know, they themselves form their communities, you know, in, in a way that uh, was a lot more difficult back then. 
so yeah, I, I remember at Level Up, uh, you know, they used to hold, um, you know, meetups in person. But even that, I mean, how many people can you really gather together, right? You have players from all over the country, uh, but you can only get, what, some 10, okay. 20 people together at one time. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, so yeah, but but now it's 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 just a lot easier, and people are a lot more comfortable online as well. Uh, and I think especially in in India, uh, you know, so many more people are connected uh, than they were back then. So it's it's really become a lot easier uh, now. I I will also say that I think community management as a field has gained a lot of recognition uh, and 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 acceptance as something that's that's important. That's a vital part of of um, gaming. Um, you know, whereas before it was just like, oh, what is this thing? You know, we're just paying these people to, to, to you know, putz around online. I don't even know why, it, you know, what it's worth or anything like that, I think. Uh, but now people are really sort of, you know, starting to see the importance of, uh, you know, long-term engagement uh, with, with the game as opposed to, you know, just just um, spending your money in the store and just, just taking the title home and, and that's it. Um, you know, having, so, so that's good. Yeah, having a dedicated, nowadays having a dedicated person kind of uh, talking to your community and having, um, you know, their fingers on the pulse as as to what is kind of happening with people and what, how they're reacting. I think that's kind of a best way to get feedback and yeah. kind of push, pull that into uh, uh, changes in the games and kind of co-develop, co-design and uh, produce games along the way, I suppose. Uh, yeah. Does, does that Absolutely. kind of, uh, does that... Does that actually work in in bigger companies that you've worked with, or or is it like in now now today? Like I see a lot of hmm. Indians do this kind of work. Yeah, um, yeah, that's a good question. Uh, I think it is important for large companies as well, though. Uh, you know, I think the the wider your audience uh, gets, uh, the more difficult it becomes, uh, and and you sort of have to get into this mode of. Um, you know, you can't have one-on-one -on -one conversations with like, you know, billions of players, okay. uh, you know, or even millions of players. Uh, and, and ultimately what ends up happening um, is, uh, you know, you, you get to talk with a very small subset of your audience, which is actually, I, I think that's the case with, with all, um, you know, games, all types of games. It's been the case since the beginning. There's, there's only ever a sliver of your audience who, uh, you know, takes the trouble to not only play your game, but try to reach out and talk to you. You know, so it's always important. I think this is this is really critical um, to develop the sense of, you know, balance uh, between listening to what your players are saying, uh, but also validating that with, uh, you know, behavior that you're seeing in game. Uh, and as a community manager, having the right uh, communication, uh, you know, skill set uh, to be able to talk with them in a way that um, you know, lets them know that they're really valued, like they're really valued and and important uh, to you and and to the to the studio. Uh, but also, um, you know, you can't really uh, one hundred percent do exactly what they want or what they're telling you. Uh, nor can you, uh, you know, be one hundred percent open with them about every single thing. Uh, and it's it's important that that's a really critical, important part of managing the relationship with your players as well. You know, um, and, uh, you know, community management also, it's it's incredibly stressful, like any, um, you know, uh, customer facing role. Uh, 
you have to deal with a lot um, and and a lot of it is is you know bad behavior as well yeah so uh, you know i i've certainly uh, gaming you know, is to... well known mm-hmm. for that i guess yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> <laughs> i think i think we all know that um, yeah and it's uh, you know really really vitally important for companies to provide that uh, you know that uh, that that support and uh, cushion for their community managers as well and figure out good ways of helping them deal with that kind of stress because uh, it's it's really um, you know i think it's an understatement to say that it's not easy uh, you know bearing the brunt of that kind of behavior and it's one thing when as a player you know you choose to engage with your particular game in your community and you can you know log off any time i mean or you can choose to to be a rage monster yourself uh, you know right back uh, but when you're working professionally you can't just you know reply back to someone right you have to just take it um and uh, there are uh, you know it, it's vitally important for a community manager as well to to be able to set guidelines for behavior for good behavior uh, and enforce them uh and that doesn't always have to be uh you know harshly done it it can be done in in a very sort of uh you know funny and joking and jovial manner yeah. as well uh but it's important to be firm uh right. because um you know when you have any kind of group of people uh it it eventually sort of devolves into the worst possible uh, you know the, the worst potentiality it's it's always on a slow decline towards that and it's your job to sort of keep it from becoming that uh, by having strong guidelines and and holding people accountable uh, and when bad actors enter um, you know enter your community and and start messing around uh, it's important to hold them in check or even get rid of them uh, you know you you could have a player that um, you know seems like the the most uh, you know valuable in terms of in terms of money or or whatever it is or in terms of influence as well but if they are coming and you know um basically messing up your community and and making the experience worse for others uh what's going to happen is you you will see eventually that um you know the 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 good players uh eventually leave uh because they don't want to put up with that kind of you know behavior they don't they they don't want to go into a place where you know it's uncomfortable to be uh, and slowly the balance tips uh you know uh, away from you know a, a fun uh you know a, a fun comfortable space where people feel you know good about engaging with each other uh to one that is really really uncomfortable and only filled with the kind of people who are okay with that kind of behavior both you know giving and potentially receiving as well and you don't want it to get to that point um so it's it's really important to put in effort uh you know towards that and it's yeah. important for companies as well to sort of realize that it takes effort it doesn't just happen overnight and and it takes um you know you your your community managers need that support from the corporate side as well that when they are getting bullied and piled on uh you know they shouldn't have the added fear of you know losing their jobs uh you know in in case uh someone decides to you know do mm-hmm. something <laughs> you know yeah. so i i think it's a it's a it's a really tough kind of a balance running communities like yeah. it's not being a representative of a com- company is one thing or even if you're running communities in in out in the open uh, i think that balance of uh, how you treat people in the space kind of sets precedence as to how you want yeah. your community to kind of evolve and grow 
and I think it's like it's great to kind of like have gone through the experience so early and to have that it's it's super interesting uh, at the same yeah, time. Yeah, think- absolutely. Uh, I I was saying that actually, you know, it, it's interesting that these same dynamics apply um and to to some level uh, on any group of people. Uh, you know, the the behavior that you um that that you allow to happen continuously uh, eventually infects the entire group. Uh, you know, infects or elevates. Uh, so it's really up to the people who are in charge or in a position of influence and you know relative power. to um you know set uh, the 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 baseline of acceptability uh, and hold people to that you know yeah i i was uh, the other day i was kind of going through your uh, linkedin and uh, it said game guardian at level up which was really yeah. cool like <laughs> was that was that like an official title or yeah it- that that was the official title i think in games you have like the coolest uh, titles yeah. that is true <laughs> As a game guardian, Swami, you did this for a couple of years, didn't you? Yes. Tell, do you have any fun, fun stories from those times, from those halcyon days? Um, let me think. Just one nice nugget to to remind all our many viewers, some of whom have even played Ragnarok. <laughs> oh yeah. Um. Yeah. Actually, this wasn't from Ragnarok Online. This was from another level up, uh, level up uh, title, which was called Guns Online. uh and this this was um, a really fun um little uh experience that i had which is uh so um i i was also made the the game master or the game guardian uh, for guns online uh for a while they also published that in india and you know so when i came on board uh there was uh, you know a really uh, strong community actually and and really uh, they they loved the game uh you know and they were very active on the forums as well uh but this was an mmo fps um you know way back in in the day uh, and and being a, a competitive title you know exactly what kind of people are on there and they were all you know young guys probably teenagers themselves uh and um, you know so so the forum was it had been languishing for a very long time uh and it was well absolutely full of you know it, uh, abuses and slurs and insults and all kinds of things but of course this was you know the 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 company's public forum so that's not really acceptable behavior so you know i came on board as as you know the the admin of the forum uh, and for the first time in a very long time you know there was someone uh, you know with with some level of you know control uh, to to sort of bring in and and i knew i had to bring in that level of discipline right this this wasn't acceptable um but i can't just come in and tell a bunch of kids or tell a bunch of you know and anyone really uh, tell a bunch of people um you know all right children now you're going to behave yourselves and this is not acceptable anymore you know no one's going to listen to me <laughs> if i do that yeah. um so i had to come up with a different strategy um so what i did was of course i made one post saying hey folks you know um this uh this is a public forum it's accessible uh by anyone and it's really important that you know we make this a space that is uh not ho- that that is not um you know abusive or inappropriate because even you know young kids might see it uh and you know it was a very sort of you know straightforward you know appeal to reason uh and of course some of them were like yeah okay you know we get it uh and others were like you know well you know if you who are you to tell us what to uh so what i did was you know instead of going and banning everybody uh which i could have done but what i did was you know 
I uh, went into the to the uh, admin tools and I basically came up with like uh, some funny replacement for every single word that they would use. So suddenly uh, the entire forum is filled with, you know, you asparagus, I'm going to cuddle your mom. And like it, it just turned into this, you know, incredibly uh, you know, hilarious, uh, you know, hilariously cutesy, um, you know, forum full of like all these, uh, you know, like these, these cute messages to every single person. Uh, and, um, you know, the, the, the players actually, they responded really well. They found it absolutely hilarious too. Uh, and after a point, they themselves, they wouldn't, like, they wouldn't type the abuses. They would just type, you know, I'm going to cuddle you and uh, you asparagus and, and all kinds of things. So I, I had like a whole dictionary of like words that I would just scatter throughout and they would like go in the game and say the same thing. So, you know, it was it was really um, fun and, and quite nice that they adopted that sort of, you know, language themselves. So, yeah. Kind of became an end thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it became their own, you know, in, insider, yeah, the, the inside jokes and the insider language. So yeah. that was fun. Asparagus. <laughs> I feel yeah. like this is this is where someone could have inserted Hindi and other yeah. popular Indian vegetables. Yeah. <laughs> so so Samia, so from from there, where did your journey take you next? Um tell us more about this this yeah, Herculean uh, yeah, this, this, this Odyssey. Herculean, yeah, this this Odyssey, uh, certainly. Um yeah, so from there, I worked at Zabak for a few years, and uh, the role was very similar. Uh, you know, the, the, the game was, you know, Crazy Card, which was an, which was an MMO racing game uh, that Zabak was trying to, you know, publish in India. And uh, it garnered quite a, a, a large audience, actually, at that time, all things considered. We used to, uh, I mean, I, I don't remember if, uh, I mean, I don't know if anyone remembers, you know, internet cafes, <laughs> they were like the huge oh, thing. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've been part of one of those Sabak. Yeah. 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 Used to go and so, play games, Counter Strike, though, but yeah. Yeah. So, so I think that was, you know, the, the crux of the business. Uh, both, I mean, uh, for Level Up as well uh, as a back uh, MMO. So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, you know, trip down memory lane. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not sure, honestly, guys, I, I'm not sure what to say about this. So just, you, know, you can cut this part off as well. But um, yeah, I, I'm not sure I have anything interesting to say. So. <laughs> <laughs> that is quite all right. It's, it's, it's actually fine. We can. So, I mean, you you had a small detour where was was the work similar or was it? Uh, yeah, uh, the work at Zipak was quite similar in the sense of, you know, we were also game masters. We used to run a lot of events in the game. Uh, have people, you know, competing in races. Of course, it was a racing game. So, you know, the only, uh, the, the main event that you could do was uh, have them race each other for prizes. Right. Uh, so, yeah, that that was the main thing. Um, and yeah, that was that was fun. I also, you know, helped out a bit on, on the website, if I recall correctly. Uh, but uh, yeah, th- I think, you know, that was the time when um, uh, a lot of companies were trying to bring uh, MMOs to India. Uh, hmm. You know, uh, I think there was um, RuneScape as well uh, yeah. was sort of published. I think th- there were, um, I can't remember what else, but there were a bunch of, uh, you know, MMOs uh, being played across the country, I should say. Not too hmm. many because, you know, I think at that time, um, internet was a huge problem. Uh, not to mention that, you know, I think we often forget 
that uh, you know consoles and and PCs and all are all luxury goods. Uh, you know, for for a large number of people, I think in India still is the case, uh, which is why mobile games take off so well because they they're so accessible. You know, everybody has a phone in their pocket and everybody has you know uh, data nowadays. Uh, but back then, it was it was really really difficult, and you know that's where internet cafes were sort of uh, you know the hub of of uh, online gaming. Uh, that was where you know if if people wanted to play games or they wanted to play together. Uh, the vast majority only had internet cafes uh, to rely right. on. Yeah, I remember the days when internet was free after ten o'clock at night and before six a.m. Oh, yes. in the morning. Uh, <laughs> oh man, that unlimited <laughs> download, right? That yeah, unlimited time. download. That and it would be like. Uh, 60 kbps and we would be like oh my god I'm you have to such s- a high speed <laughs> you have to set up all your torrents and all that yes. for that time <laughs> and if you oh, accidentally yeah. started a bit early then it would have like bleached all your like bandwidth. oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> crazy days so interestingly so i mean after zapak did you kind of take a break or was it something that uh uh, yes, I did. I did. Um, you know, I thought I'd been uh, working uh, enough and I wanted to sort of uh, just take a break. Uh, I did some freelance work here and there. Uh, but, uh, you know, ultimately, I, I decided that a, a steady salary is is the life for me. Uh, I don't want to be constantly chasing work. Uh, you know, I, I want uh, my money in my bank account at the end of every month. Uh, yeah. And, um, you know, again, very uh, coincidentally and very fortunately, um, I got hired by EA in Hyderabad, uh, you know, and, and uh, that, that was fun. Uh, it was for um, a title called The Sim Social on Facebook. Uh, and I uh, and I really really uh, enjoyed that work. It was some of the most fun times in my career, I think, because uh, I, I was a content designer on the Sim Social, uh, and um, you know every week we would have to come up with something uh, you, you know new in terms of you know quests and NPCs and uh, you know new um, items for the game. Uh, and uh, you know, I, I loved it. I think it, it, it was it was a lot of fun uh, coming up with all of that. And I think the sort of um, safe but edgy humor of the sims franchise in general was like uh you know really uh, up my alley and and i ended up writing a lot of um, you know a lot of the dialogue as well uh for that game uh and i so dearly wish i had kept copies of everything uh, but you know i didn't because um yeah it it was a lot of fun these were the sort of early days of uh, social Yes, uh, casual games on Facebook and the like, and yes, mobile as actually. well. Early mobile. I, I remember. Um, I well at this point I was working for Facebook, and yes, I think mobile was just coming out, coming around. Uh, and I remember, you know, this this uh, sort of new phenomena that was like sweeping, uh, you know, sweeping everybody in the office. I think was sweeping the world, which was Candy Crush. Mm. It was like, oh my god, small indie this? game. Yeah, you know, just this <laughs> small game, and suddenly everybody was playing it, and they were like, you know, for the first time, like people I knew were like spending money on it, and I was like, you people are insane. I mean, I know I work in freemium, but like, <laughs> why are you spending money? But yeah, I, I remember people were so competitive, uh, and it was this this brand new amazing thing that was so much fun and it's so addictive, and uh, yeah, so so that was nice. <laughs> So uh, at EA, did you kind of start off in design or was that? Yes. Uh, 
Uh-huh. I, I did. I, I like I said, I was a content designer on, on the Sim Social. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, um, all good things, unfortunately, come to an end. And, you know, uh, eventually that title was Sunset. Uh, and, uh, you know, after that, uh, I, I think, um, you know, we're very aware with the games industry, things are always in flux and, you know, titles come and go, studios also come and go. Uh, and uh, that studio, unfortunately, you know, there were a lot of layoffs. Uh, and I was very lucky again to have survived, um, you know, that layoff. Uh, and because I had a background in community management and, and they had, uh, you know, community management uh, role open uh, at that time, I sort of, you know, went went back into it quite happily. And I um, worked on a bunch of different games. I probably couldn't even list them right now, <laughs> you know. Uh, but uh, yeah, eventually I sort of did want to move out of that role. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, I got that opportunity to finally get on the producer track, uh, you know, while uh, I was at EA uh, and I worked on um, Bejewel Blitz, uh, which is, you know, quite a long and storied title itself. I think the franchise itself uh, is the, you know, the, the, the progenitor of the match three genre, I think, PopCap games in general. Yeah. Um, yeah. You the know, OG. Uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really love the PopCap games and, and they were like insane. Bejeweled was like one of the insanely cool games I've played. Yeah, there were so many. Uh, I think, you know, Peggle and um, yeah. Zuma and, and Zuma. all of them. And oh, like, Zuma yeah. was insanely cool. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, even as far as like maybe four to five, I remember getting access to PopCap games on mm. the... I, I think it was still part of Origin Access that you could get Peggle and some of the, yes. some of the old PopCap games as well. Yeah, good times actually, really good games as well. Yeah, yeah. What else? There was also, I think, Bookworm and there was uh, Bookworm. Plants vs. Zombies, of course. I think of course, of course. So famous. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Samia, so from, from EA then, what uh, what happened after? Yeah, so from EA, uh, I think it's just been uh, a journey further and further down the production track, uh, you know, learning more and more things, uh, picking up new skills, handling different uh, different aspects of live ops games. Uh, I worked at GSN for a while. Uh, I worked at Jumpstart for a while. Uh, I worked at um, uh, a company called Kia, which is not based in India. Uh, and uh, I, you know, it's been less than three weeks. I actually just uh, joined Zynga. Uh, as a producer as well. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> that, that's been a fun ride. I think there's there's always so much to learn. And, um, you know, I, I, I think I, I repeat myself when I say this, but I'm really, uh, you know, grateful. I have a lot of, um, you know, gratitude uh, for the uh, for the chance to continue in, in, in this industry when, uh, you know, it just as easily, I, I could have maybe started working at a bank or something and God knows where my life would have been then. <laughs> probably you know wearing a suit every day and you know uh calling my my colleagues sir and madam instead of uh you know instead of by their first names i don't know <laughs> it's it's just so interesting to see how we we think about people working in banks <laughs> I, I i have no idea i mean uh, neither do i i i don't have friends who work in banks yeah so. i think people working in banks should correct this at this point. <laughs> right. No. I wonder if there are any podcasts from people who work in banks talking about how fun banking is. 
I'm sure they're a finance podcast, but I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm sure that they're not probably working in banks. They're probably talking about stonks. I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> the stonks. Forex, yeah. get rich. Uh, you know, crypto. Bitcoin. Yeah. <laughs> the coin. I mean, considering that most bankers are actually SXIITNs, they might just be right. listening to this to think about uh, the video games industry, you know? Yeah. Maybe some of them will fund us. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's one way. That's one way for them to be involved in the industry, even if, you know, they don't, um, you know, they don't work in it. Funding. Funding is always good. <laughs> Speaking of funding, Soumya, you, you've been through this, you've been through so many different roles. Have you ever considered getting into the startup as an Indian um, India, I mean, I'm sure that, you know, the offers come to you at least. Uh, that is a good question. And I think at this point in my career, I guess I'm open to it. Uh, but again, uh, you know, I, I think I think back to the time when I tried to freelance and I was like, no, I want a steady salary. You know, <laughs> I, I don't right. want to take on the, the headache of like, you know, trying to run a business. Right, not right now. Uh, maybe in in five years, maybe ten, uh, when I'm a bit more uh, confident of of pulling that off, uh, yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, well. If by that time you're ever looking for a job, please reach out to me. I'll be running a studio called Asparagus right. Games. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we we could always use a community manager yes. type person for the game that I have not yet invented. Yeah, you, you should call it cuddle your asparagus. <laughs> cuddle your asparagus. Loving them greens. <laughs> you know. I should like make a list of I'm sure if I like dig into my memory banks a little, I could remember everything that I that I <laughs> all the alternate. <laughs> <laughs> I think there was like flamingo and basket and daisy. Oh. They had no connection to the original word, by the way. It was just random just... stuff. <laughs> so Ragnarok cipher, I guess, at this point. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Interestingly, uh, the other day there was somebody who's kind of, uh, who was a, who was a, who, who was, I think, a, a designer or a dev. I'm not entirely sure that I remember now, but they were talking about uh, the wanting to kind of become a producer, uh, mm-hmm. and like it, it's like w- like. If you were to kind of give us like what 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 is your kind of day in a life like or how do you kind of transition because you, you you've transitioned yeah. from different places into this role and maybe like it might like hopefully this person is listening also yeah I I, I get it um, you know I think if someone wants to become a producer um, I think what you need to develop is sort of a knowledge of how the entire process of creating a game or creating a feature works from beginning to end. I mean, rather than simply focusing on, you know, your particular role in the chain, uh, looking at it from a holistic view, and that is just a starting point. You know, I think anyone can can become a producer. Uh, All it takes is, you know, someone to give you a chance. You know, I'm again, you know, grateful to the people who gave me that chance. Uh, But uh, yeah, uh, I, I I think the most important thing is to sort of, uh, look at it from a holistic perspective, um, you know, wherever you're starting from, whether it's QA or dev, I think with dev, it's like the easiest uh, because they are connected to, you know, they're, they're pretty much the, the heart of everything uh, and nothing gets done without development, um, right. you know, so so wherever you're starting from, 
you know, take a look beyond uh, your particular role. Uh, see how all the functions work together, uh, understand as much as you can. And, and, you know, just as a starting point, you can look at your particular, you know, studio, your particular game that you are working on, because uh, every studio, every game, every company, you know, does things a little bit differently. Um, so, you know, look at how things get done from start to finish, right from the ideation phase, or even if not from the ideation phase, from, uh, you know, design, uh, to development and art, uh, you know, to QA, to finally, you know, launching it. Um, and uh, yeah, get, get a strong sense of that. I think another thing is, uh, you know, if, if you're trying to make a transition, uh, it's, it's really important to sort of uh, show, um, you know, that you have that sense of responsibility, uh, you know, as an employee. Uh, that, um, you know, you can uh, get things done in your role, you're eager to learn, you're eager to grow, uh, you know, because, you know, I, I'm guessing that you already work somewhere uh, and you're looking to make a transition, as, as you said, the other, you know, from some other role into this. Uh, mm -hmm. It's important to have, you know, management buy-in as well. Uh, okay. And um, yeah, and, and if someone, you know, outside of the industry wants to sort of break in, uh, you know, as a producer, I don't think that's... Um, you know, well, maybe you can get an internship uh, to sort of teach you the ropes, but it's a lot easier if you come in with a certain amount of knowledge. Uh, you know, um, this role isn't rocket science. I mean, let, let's be clear here, you know, it's, it's and anyone uh, with, with the right mindset and the right aptitude uh, can pick it up and can learn whatever they need to. Uh, but it's just a question of I think with the industry in general, but I think with this role in particular, it's a question of a, a lot of people uh, want to get in, uh, but there aren't really that many roles open. So the competition is going to be really fierce. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, there is a fair bit of luck also involved in actually landing the role. Uh, so you need to prepare yourself as best you can uh, and then, you know, find opportunities um, and, and, you know, make your own way uh, in, in whatever way you can. How do you see you know, the industry in the last 16 years has changed uh, and how has it affected people coming into this industry as a whole? Mm. Yeah, uh, I think it's it's grown by, you know, orders of magnitude, uh, by by absolute leaps and bounds, you know, it's, it's so much uh, wider, so much more accessible, uh, you know, because of a number of, of different things. I think um, you know, I, I I always mention this, but, you know, the, the internet uh, being what it is right now, there's just so much information now that just wasn't there back then. You know, anyone can sort of, you know, start making games on their own as well. There are so many tools that exist out there. Gaming, you know, game making uh, can become uh, someone's hobby, you know, their creative passion that they do on the side, you know, um, along with school or college which was yeah. just not there back then. There are also so many more companies, uh, you know, that exist to, to sort of hire people as well. So there are so many more job opportunities uh, and it's gone beyond, you know, merely uh, outsourcing uh, for some foreign company, uh, you know, uh, to, to just come here and say, okay, I want this, this you know, particular uh, piece of this particular environment created <laughs> over here, just do this and send it back, uh, you know, to, to people creating their own games. Uh, and, uh, you know, owning titles as well. Um, so, you know, it, it, it's just uh, been amazing to see the growth. And I think it's only going to get better and better and better uh, with more people coming in, uh, 
you know, more people, uh, you know, coming in, I would say with so much more um, knowledge and understanding that I ever had. You know, I think uh, in, in a few years, you can learn more than I did in 10 years. Uh, you know, with the amount of information that's out there, you don't, uh, you know, you're not dependent on anything, you're not dependent on anyone, you can just, um, you know, become, uh, you know, really uh, knowledgeable and really skilled on your own. Uh, and I think that is uh, great. You know, it, it's only going to um, improve the quality of games that sort of come out um, at, worldwide, you know, not just in India. Uh, and I think the more people in India as well get access to uh, that information and, and technology uh, and the more they realize that, you know, they too can make games uh, yeah. if they are so inclined, because, you know, yeah. that that's another point that we have to make clear, which is that making games is not the same as playing games. I think, you know, everyone will agree yeah. uh, with that. Um, you know, it, it's an entirely different mindset and a skill set. Uh, you know, so it, it's really important. Like people can actually explore that as well for themselves. Is this something that they really want to do? I know they, they you know, they may enjoy playing games, uh, you know, as much as we do. I mean, that's why we got into the industry as well. Uh, but sometimes it's it's just, uh, you know, you, you, you want to eat the burger, right? You don't want to see how it's made. <laughs> yeah, that, that's kind no, of... Absolutely. Uh, I want to ask you, I forgot to ask you this, but uh, where where are you sort of, uh, where are you from? <laughs> oh, I am uh, from Bombay originally, which uh, is really obvious from the fact that I call it Bombay uh, by <laughs> reflex. Yeah, <laughs> Bombay for life. <laughs> Represent. I, I just find it so hard to say Mumbai. I've just been saying it, you know, for like my whole life. Uh, so... <laughs> Now that that's that's all it is. But yeah, um, I mean, I was born and brought up there. Um, my family uh, moved around a fair bit uh, within uh, within Bombay. We were uh, staying in Vashi for uh, a, a number of years. I stayed in Chembur as well, uh, and then in Bandra, and then in Juhu. Uh, yeah, and, and now um, you know, yeah, and and now I'm I I've, I've been in Hyderabad for about uh, I, I was in Hyderabad for about five years, and now of course I'm in Bangalore. Uh, good old Bangalore. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with with the best weather. <laughs> yeah. Um. Also, uh, were, were you? Uh, did you kind of play games growing up? Uh, was oh yeah, of course. Uh, I mean, I um, I, I remember my my dad brought home a PC one day when I, I mean I can't even remember how old I was. Uh, would have been single digits for sure uh, <laughs> in terms of age. Uh, and, you know, we like for the longest time, we were like the only family in, in God knows, you know, how many neighborhoods with like, you know, this amazing thing called a PC. Oh, my God. Uh, and, you know, I used to play, you know, DOS games. I remember Prince of Persia and Digger and uh, all the, you know, wonderful classics. Uh, and um, yeah, and, and you know, I, I, I used to play all day and all night. I didn't want to go to school. I hated studies with, with a burning passion. Uh, <laughs> I hated school. Uh, and I think my parents were, you know, super worried about me as, as any, any parents would be. Uh, you know, I, I was pretty much the prototypical, you know, cave troll who only wanted to sit in, well, we didn't have a basement, uh, but, you know, just to sit at home and, and uh, play games play all games. day long. The basement <laughs> of your soul. Yeah, the basement <laughs> of my soul. I, I had no social skills whatsoever, uh, you know. So, <laughs> so yeah, um, 
you know, I think my parents are also quite relieved that, you know, I've, I've managed to make a career out of it uh, because, uh, yeah, I'm sure even they didn't know uh, how to, how to help me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at, at that point, I, I don't think games were like, they were vaguely a thing, but they were, in, yeah. they were in mainstream at, at the least. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, uh, you know, it didn't even cross my mind that I could actually work in the industry, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Cool. So, um, uh, there was kind of a detour in between when you were doing a lot of writing and doing mm-hmm. voice work voice acting, as well. Yeah. yeah, which is insanely interesting. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I think I've just <laughs> lost all my, you know, all, all my skills and talent. I think I've let my uh, voice also, you know, go to shit. So. <laughs> oh no! My next question was whether you were going to reprise any of those things. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! I I did not get any interesting roles, unfortunately. I uh, you know it, it it as in you know it, it was fine. It paid the bills, but it was mostly you know reading um, you know articles or whatever, doing doing those kinds of things. Um, so yeah, very right. very straightforward. Uh, you know it. What, what did we call it? Um, instructional design videos, you know, so, so like corporate, you know, uh, you know, corporate reading or corporate training courses and things like that. So that's all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I don't think okay. that is something that we want to replace. Yeah. I mean, unless you want me to do like, like an IVR or something like for information <laughs> services, press one. <laughs> To hear yeah. podcast, press two. <laughs> to ask Yadu a question, press three. Yeah. To ask Shagun a question, press four. For all other queries, press nine. And when you press nine, it puts you back to the start of the whole thing. And that's how Make My Trip went and did it in the lockdown. Yeah. <laughs> no, that reminds me, maybe we should make a voice-based game. Hmm. Right. Yes. Why not? It'll be an Why IVR not? and, you know, everybody will just, you just call the game. It's like <laughs> yeah. a number and you would dial into it. Hmm. Yes. This is not yeah. a good thing. Why not? Why not? I mean, we have, right we have Alexa and Siri now, so yeah, true, we can true. probably do something with that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think there are. Alexa has a bunch There of are actually, I think, yeah. Uh, yeah. voice-driven games where you provide... Uh, I think there's one for a Star Trek, Star Wars kind of starship simulator where you provide instructions. <laughs> wow. Um, because it's super fiddly. It? I'll find it for you. I think it's like, right. engage. Yeah. <laughs> Make it so, number one. Yeah. No, no, I think that it's more true. like uh, move the ship to sector three, arm oh. weapons, just, just the boring catch phases because I don't think the yeah. library is that. So just basically like Zork, you know, except with voice instead of text. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm sure that we'll innovate in those kind of spaces eventually. Yeah. I suppose, but yeah, oh, yeah, I think I think the way that I mean, oh, absolutely. Now the libraries also are much better, and you have ubiquitous and so many other things it works. But uh, but yeah, okay. So mm. then, with that, uh, Yadu, do we should we call it today and let Somya be free of us to return to her <laughs> return to my lair. Wait, so my Somya, word. started as a cave troll. Are you now a cave ogre, cave dragon? I'm a cave dragon. I think <laughs> definitely. Maybe, maybe, maybe a cave. Well, no, I, I would say that I'm, I'm considering the lockdown, I'm probably a cave bear in the sense that, you know, I just hibernate all day long. And once in a while, I go out to forage for food and then I go back in and I'm very happy in my cave. 
<laughs> I mean, you know, if we just rearrange the letters in your name, we come very, very close to Smaug. So I guess <laughs> yeah. there's some something in that as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Thank you so much for doing this. This was insanely great. Uh, Thank you. Thank you for Thank having you so me. Thank you so much, Samia. It's great yes. talking to you guys. Yeah, cool. and now the world will also get to hear this conversation in the next whenever. Well, like <laughs> yeah, good. Let Let's see what they say. Yes. I <laughs>